also a really heavy breather, so I'm like concerned. <laughs> I'm gonna just, be like, just don't be like this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like what I was saying about. I <laughs> oh right, uh, welcome to Samuel Blanco Show. I am your host, Samuel Blanco, and I am here with my guest Bailey Morgan. What's up, Bailey? How you doing? Hi, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's eleven in the morning. I'm a little, little. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this coffee I'm drinking is is not not good. I, feel <laughs> you. I need my coffee. I wish I had better coffee. But uh so so you're just like stopping in town for like a little bit or like you just came here to like go find a job somewhere else? So, <laughs> so I graduated mm-hmm. with my masters back in May of twenty twenty mm-hmm. and I'm pretty much immediately got a job in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, that was June of 2020. Mm-hmm. So COVID was still a thing, but they let me start the job. And come December of 2020, they were like, yeah, we got to lay you off. Mm. So I got laid off in December. And uh, from December to now, I've been job hunting like crazy. I came back. I moved back to New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. And I've been job hunting like a crazy person, mm-hmm. and finally got a job out of all of the jobs I've applied to, literally in the entire world, I get hired back in Des Moines, Iowa. At <laughs> the same place? Not at the same place. Okay. But doing <laughs> I feel similar... a little, like, aggravated, like, no. what, do you, what do you mean to hire me back now? <laughs> you know? No. Not at the same place, but the same field, mm-hmm. similar vibes, like, when it comes to work, I'll be doing... Um, but yeah, back back in Des Moines, Iowa. So mm-hmm. I'm, I had to move like a crazy person. Yeah, I just yeah. That sounds like a lot. California to Texas to Iowa. That sounds like a lot. Of, that's back to Texas and back then back to, to yeah. Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, no, I feel you. But you better start saving up for plane tickets, lady. I'm thankful to have a job. Uh, again, yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So was it because of like COVID that you got like uh, laid off? Or? Yeah. So I originally, I got laid off due to COVID. Um, They didn't have the funding to continue. Mm -hmm. Whatever. It's fine. Um, So (laughs) I... Whatever. I'm fine. I don't care. (laughs) No, it sucked. I I felt like I didn't have a purpose in life for the last five months, Mm. you know, because I I was applying to all these jobs and then there's like hiring freezes and Mm -hmm. people don't want to pay you because of COVID and they don't want to pay you, you know, a, a decent amount of yeah money um but yeah no so i finally found a job and i get to move back to iowa yeah <laughs> sounds uh it, it, the good thing is you're going for that good job you know yeah i'm, it's, it's I'm, I'm moving to iowa could be like a really depressing thing you know <laughs> i know i'm gonna be doing information security so uh-huh. what is that Hopefully fun stuff. What's information security? You're securing uh, my information? Yeah, pretty much. So just making sure that the right people have access to the right information and mm-hmm. the wrong people don't have access to certain information. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so are you, like, staring at computers all day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah eight hours a day, like, on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. I, can, I, I have a major, like, Matrix vibes or something. You're just, like, yeah. eyes wide open, <laughs> like, watching the, the code go down the screen. Uh, you know? It it can be really like tedious. Yeah, yeah, and it it like it causes headaches. You yeah, know? for it's sure, just, for sure. Yeah, it's intense, but it's it's fun work. Well, yeah. fun. Yeah, for you. Fun work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, so yeah. So, uh, I know I've, I already asked you this, but for everyone else, uh, what did you get your degree in? So, my bachelor's degree is in international relations, and I got that from Texas State. And uh, then I moved to Northern California for my master's, and that is in nonproliferation and terrorism studies. And so, describe what nonproliferation of terrorist studies is. (laughs) (laughs) That's a mouthful. (laughs) So, nonproliferation is like stopping the spread of weapons of mass destruction, Mm -hmm. uh, chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear, um, and like rockets and stuff sounds like some cia shit no comment no comment (laughs) um and then who are you so so i didn't heavily focus on that aspect Uh because it was so hard like Mm -hmm. my degree is um considered a stem degree now Mm -hmm. um and that's like it makes sense because i cried in physics class because it was so hard yeah for sure but the terrorism studies aspect of the degree is what I focused on. Mm-hmm. And you'll find people in that degree program that focused on the non-pro side or focused on the terrorism side. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the terrorism sides. Um, and a cool thing about grad school, or at least a good grad school, is that you pretty much get to do what you want to do. You get to pick your focus. You get to study what you want to study and mm-hmm. research what you want to study. And then you have experts around you who help mm-hmm. get you to where you want to be. So I focused heavily on women in terrorism and what influences women to join terrorist organizations mm-hmm. and uh, women's roles within terrorist organizations. And, uh, and so that- could I ask, like, because I remember, like, whenever the, all that ISIS stuff was going on, there were, like, these, uh, <coughs> these, like, young Muslim ladies that would just like leave their homes in like London and just go to like Iraq or whatever mm-hmm. and just become a wife. Like why, why? Yeah. So there's so many different reasons yeah. and it, it could be because their husbands told or because, you know, they're offered a husband and their right. husbands told them that they need to be there to support the mission. And yeah. I don't want to di- deep dive into all the religious stuff, but also religious aspects of it um, political aspects of it i mean they could have been forced into it i mean a lot of isis Mm -hmm. wives are beaten and raped and experience horrible things that's why i'm so confused about it because there were like women that were like basically enslaved by like like boko haram and stuff like that but uh there was also women that willingly went to these places and, like, became these wives, you know? But the thing is, is we say willingly went, yeah. but they didn't know necessarily what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. Like, so they you, didn't, think, you think maybe they got, like, tricked into it? I think so. Yeah. I think that, you know, they were offered, like, this wonderful life yeah. and, um, you know, you get to come live in this amazing world where we follow strict religious measures yeah. and things like of that nature mm-hmm. um but then the reality of it is that they're constantly like popping out babies to raise more islamic state right yeah um terrorists yeah people. <laughs> and, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> and uh and they're being raped and beaten and, and i'm not saying all of them and yeah. i'm i'm just saying that some of them who maybe potentially went quote-unquote willingly right were tricked into it and didn't yeah. necessarily know what they were getting themselves into yeah that's interesting because there was also like like 
like dudes like go over there like in Syria to like fight, you know, just like on a whim. They're just like, you know what? Like I saw this video of like these uh these cholos in Syria. Oh I swear God. to God, these cholos <laughs> in Syria with like these ache, like these crazy big machine guns and stuff. They're just like, yeah, what's up, fool? I'm in Syria, fool. I have not seen Dude, that, but I would it love was to see crazy. That. I was like, what is going on here? You know? No. So. But, like, why do people, like, that's, it's, I guess it's just they're being duped into it, you know? A they're, lot of they're it just, is. They're just, like, giving these, like, false promises and stuff. A lot know? of it is false promises, and they get sweet-talked into, like, mm. all these things. They're, they're going to be promised, yeah. um, you know, unlimited food, un- unlimited money, unlimited women. Wives, yeah. Um, you know, they're promised, like, a good life, and... and the Islamic State and other terrorist organizations target people who maybe aren't in the best mental state at the time, yeah. and they use that to their advantage. Mm. So they're able to get e- through to these people e- exploit and, them. and exploit them and make them think that they're going to go off to Syria or you know yeah. elsewhere and live a better life. But yeah. in reality, they're tortured and deprived of food and money and clothing and raped and all sorts of things, you know. That's such a crazy phenomenon. Yeah, it's, it's like a, absolutely insane. It's like a wild, wild west almost, maybe. You know, it's kind of like a lawless type of thing, you know. You got your gun on your side, you know, and it's like, I don't know. It's like a weird, like a, like a solo adventure almost, you know. And I, I could see, like, how people could see that way. But, like, obviously, like, it's like some crazy fucked up thing that they're doing, you know. But, like. Like, I'm just trying to, like, understand the mind state of, like, what they would have to be, like, like all gung-ho about it, like, going into, like, this war zone, you know? I don't know. I know. It's, and as I, when I was on my way over here, I was literally, like, just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, terrorism is so crazy. There's so many different definitions of the term. There's so many different reasons why people could commit acts of terrorism. Like, there's so many different recruitment mechanisms or methods Mm -hmm. there's it's just so insane and it's always going to be around it's never going to go away it's only going to get worse yeah like it's just do you think that every country defines terrorism differently oh yes you know what i mean 100 percent. every country just defines it differently every u.s agency defines it differently a big big problem that i faced and others who had the same degree that I have mm-hmm. faced in grad school was there's I literally wrote like a 15 page paper over terror the term terrorism and every single U.S. agency international agencies lo- local agencies whatever all have different definitions mm-hmm. of the term terrorism yeah. it's so difficult there's you know you could do it for political reasons religious reason reasons environmental reasons you know we have like these crazy Mm. vegans out there like burning down yeah Mm -hmm. burning down trees Mm -hmm. and tying themselves to trees yeah yeah burning down like chicken factories and stuff yeah Yeah. yeah, i'm a vegan but i wouldn't go that far yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i mean like there's that's terrorism that's committing terrorism and and it's weird a lot of people maybe don't think that doing those sorts of things are acts of terrorism Mm -hmm. but it is when you're Trying to send a message to an outside source by committing acts of violence, yeah. 
terrorism. Right. Yeah. You know. So like, I was thinking of, like in Mexico, they I mean they don't really have like an external like terroristic like threat, you know, but it's really just comes from like themselves, you know, from like all the cartels and stuff like that. Would you consider that terrorism? You know what I mean? Aspects of it, yes, and also the fact that some of it could be state sponsored, mm-hmm. um, like the government. Yeah. Um, and that's terrorism, you know. We see it in Syria. There's, mm. you know, Syrians are facing like mass genocide and yeah. war all because of their government. Yeah. Um, same with Mexico. I just think it's overly corrupt by the cartel, you know. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, of course, while we have, like, this war on drugs um, and the cartel there, I think certain acts can be considered terrorism. It just kind of depends what they're doing. Yeah, because, like, I remember whenever they, uh, like, arrested El Chapo's son or something like that, they, uh, like, the whole cartel just, like, banded together and was like, that's not going to happen. And they just, like, basically took over this whole city. And they, they, like, blocked off exits with their, like, trucks and their, like, mounted, like, uh, machine guns on their trucks and stuff, you know? And uh, I'm, like, and I'm just, like, thinking, like, right now, like, you know, people, like, that's pretty much terrorism, you know? Like, these people are out here, like, threatening people's lives Mm -hmm. because they're trying to send a message to other people, you know? And it's, like... We don't really see it that way, you know? We, yeah. As Americans, we define terrorism as, you know, something foreign, something that's not across our border that's so close to us, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's almost like a, like an, almost maybe like an ignorance type of thing, you know? Because it's like, they're ba- they're doing the basically the same kind of stuff that they're doing over there, like in the Middle East or, you know, the, the Philippines or, mm-hmm. or, or in like, uh, you know, in Boko Haram, that type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know? Maybe not to a, a religious aspect to like, but like to a... At least for, like, political gain, for, mm-hmm. for money, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, you can have terror acts of terrorism committed for political reasons, religious, and so on. And another thing, like, you mentioned how us in the U.S. don't recognize, like, maybe things that go on in Mexico as acts of terrorism, even mm-hmm. though it is. Mm-hmm. Same with white nationalism. Like, right. we don't want to call these guys terrorists. Yeah. But they're terrorists, yeah, yeah. you know? Like they're burning down cities, they're mm-hmm. running over people, they're yeah. there was that dude killing people. There was that dude. I was talking to my friend yesterday. There was this dude that like shot up this abortion clinic because like he was reading into like, all these theories and stuff. Like, and he was like, "I gotta save these babies or whatever," you know. Which like, I feel like for like a mentally unstable person, you know, like I could see like why he would like like feel that way. But like, yeah, that's like that's just terrorism, you know. Like what, like, and it's just. It's almost like politely like, oh, don't do that, and it like swept under the rug. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wasn't like there wasn't a whole big deal made out of it. It was like in the news for like two, three days. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's also been tons of men that go and shoot up abortion clinics. Um, I can't remember when the first guy did it, but it was a long. It's been a time few. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. So terrorism, it's it's crazy because I can define the term terrorism as one thing and the next guy can define it as something else and then we have well, our I, agencies I, I think it's important to have people like you around because you know what you're talking about you know you can like go around like you know for instance around here you know and people will be like yeah i know about terrorism <laughs> you know and it's like 
But you are completely, obviously, different about that because you know so many things about it. It's not some, uh, like, just some random idea that got, like, perverted into, like, some hate, you know? Yeah. It, this is, like, actual factual stuff yeah. that happens, you know? And also terrorism is not just the Islamic State. It's right. not just mm-hmm. Al-Qaeda and so on. It's it's our next-door neighbor who's going and shooting up abortion clinics, you know? Yeah. It's the lone shooter who shot up the concert in Vegas. I mean, yeah. these guys are terrorists. These white nationalists are terrorists. And we, some people in the U.S. don't like to call them that. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's just, uh, it's wild that there's terrorism constantly around us and we don't want to like view it, it that it, way. Yeah, we don't want to acknowledge it. Because yeah. if we do, then it's like, we gotta like look at ourselves. Like, what are we doing? You know. Instead, people are just uh, just reacting with their emotions and stuff like that, and not really thinking things through. You know, it's just. Yeah, I was talking to my friend yesterday. We were, we had this deep conversation. I don't know, but uh, we were talking about how like uh, like no matter what happens, no one in this country is ever gonna be on the same page about things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like impossible. Yeah. Especially at this point, you know, we're just oh, so divided on things, you know. It is e- extremely divided. I can't, I can't get into a political conversation with my friends because I just end up being like, "Dude, you're a moron," and then, and then he's like, "Dude, you're a moron," and I I'm like, you. "What's going on here, man? We can't both be morons right now, right?" I totally feel you. It's, it's <sighs> caused a lot of strain in some friendships that I've had, you know. So I, got, I just, yeah. I would rather just not talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you have to talk about sometimes yeah it's just like they say something i'm just like what (laughs) you know and i'm just like what are you talking about dude that is so off base like and not based in reality that's i don't know i'm getting off on a rant but it's it's just it's weird how just so separate we are as people in this united states like it or as far as our uh our uh our principles go maybe you know like we're just there's obviously two types of different people in this world and it's like pick a side i guess you know but for me it's like i'm like on the outside looking in i'm like what are you guys doing you know like y'all are like y'all look like five-year-olds playing around in dirt know. you know fighting over like a toy truck or something you know I, totally feel, yeah. I don't know i'm getting off point <laughs> no <laughs> i feel you and i totally agree with you it's a touchy subject and we are definitely divided yeah i was a uh, Watching, uh, or I watched uh, American Sniper, yeah, uh, like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, like I, I just I remember uh, that scene where that lady like had the where he had like had that Muslim lady in his sights and she had like the bomb like underneath her robes mm-hmm. and shit, you know? Yeah. And I was just thinking like, like how you like uh, the fact that someone could actually do that, you know, for like someone like. The fact that they could actually be used as a pawn like that, you know, and it's just, I don't know, it just made me feel so horrible for that woman, man, because, like, I feel like she was no in no way, like, a, maybe she, like, like, she didn't want to do that, you know? So, when it comes to suicide vests and, like, suicide bombing, yeah. um, while some women are coerced into it, like, they're basically, like, drugged, and then they wake up with a vest on, and then they have to go out oh, into man. the city and blow themselves up. While that does happen, yeah. 
a lot of the times um, suicide bombing, suicide vests are due to religious reasons and, and being a martyr. Yeah. Um, and being a martyr is the best thing that you could be in in uh, Islam. Golly. Um, and, and I don't want to say, I don't want to categorize everyone into yeah. that yeah. Cat- into that. Uh, I don't want to lump everyone into that category, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but just like you have Christian extremists, you mm-hmm. have Islamic extremists, and some of them believe that if I strap a suicide vest onto my chest and blow myself up and happen to maybe kill one or two Americans in the process, then I'm a martyr, I'm a hero, and I'm going to heaven, and right. I'm going to be living this lavish life yeah. in heaven versus being here on earth suffering and poverty. Yeah, you know? right, yeah. So yeah, it's such it's a brainwash. Wild. It's such a brainwash, you know. Yeah. Like wow. Like. There's a a pretty good book um, by Mia Bloom. She's my hero. It's called Dying to Kill, and it talks a lot about suicide bombings um, and the women and why they do it. And it's a really good book. Yeah. You should check it out. Yeah, I, I will. I will. It's interesting. Uh I was just about to say. Oh, um, like I know about like like these kids and stuff. They get strapped up with these vests too, you know. And yeah. it's like that's. That's such a terrible thing, man. So Fuck. while I did not focus a lot on children, there's yeah. some crazy stuff that like these countries are raising their children to view yeah. and to um, like. Learn. I remember seeing this video of like a like a like a it's like a Boko Haram school or something like that, showing like people like a what they were teaching these kids, and mm-hmm. it was almost like a like a Hitler youth almost. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, and I can't remember the name of it right now. But there, and I, there is a basically jihadi Mickey Mouse in <laughs> no way. one of these countries. I I, no I should have Googled it before I came, but just literally just Google jihadi Mickey Mouse and it will come up. And this Mickey Mouse teaches these kids to, you know, kill all Americans. Oh my God. That, you know, committing terrorism is fine as if you're going to die a martyr, that's better than living on this earth. Yeah. And these kids are like two, yeah. three, four, mm-hmm. five. Raising their fists in the air like, yeah, praise Allah and stuff like yeah. that. Like really into it. You know? yeah. yeah. Again, if you're wanting to know more about children and terrorism, there's this book by Mia Bloom. <laughs> it's called Sm- uh, Small Arms or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about, you know, all the things that these organizations use to raise children to believe what they believe and it's just it's crazy it's wild yeah it's so crazy and it's so sad and i was just thinking about this uh because my friend he's got the he he likes to ride like uh, motorcycles and stuff and he bought his kid this like little motorcycle you know And and i thought it was interesting how like he's like uh he's like 26 he's like my age now and he's just started getting into like bikes and stuff you know but his two year old son like, that's, like, all he knows, pretty much, you know, is yeah. his bikes, you know? And so, like, all these things, they're both pretty much learning this this stuff at, like, the same time. But he's already, like, 26, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's already lived 26 years, and he doesn't know as much. This kid's going to be, like, an expert when he's 12, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to be, like, riding like crazy, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like a Hitler Youth type of thing, yeah, you know I what s- I mean? I, I, you see, like, I the correlation, it. you know? I totally see it. You that's I mean? wild. I never yeah. really thought of it that way, but... I definitely see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, those are, like, <laughs> making, like, super, like, 
uh, terrorist, I guess, you know? I don't know. Like, yeah. they just, like, like that's their yeah. whole life, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, I mean, children are used in different manners for terrorist organizations. Women are used in different manners. The men are used. Mm-hmm. Women have a way higher advantage to terrorist organizations than the men do or – I guess even really, uh, children, probably, they're sweet and innocent. They could probably carry out some acts of terrorism just as easily as a mm-hmm. female could. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just wild. There's so many different, I guess, roles and, and ways you can commit acts of terrorism just by being who you are. Yeah. Or, like, I, I don't know. But yeah. it's just, like, my mind's blown constantly. Yeah, for sure. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I literally have, like, an epiphany a day about things. I'm like, oh, my God, that's how that works, you know? But uh, I was going to – oh, I saw this uh, this documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was about how the Cali cartel in Colombia, mm-hmm. they wanted to buy submarines. Hmm. And so they had this, like, weird, like, Soviet connection. Nice. And so they, like, went to the Soviet Union – they met with these like Soviet generals and stuff like that, and uh, and they were uh, they were trying to buy like these Soviet submarines, you hmm. know, and they did, you know, they had like this whole like little like get together, little meeting. They had a meeting like in a sauna or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, we got you submarines, you know, we get we we also got a, it, but it was like this most random thing that they put on the table. They said uh, we have access to nuclear weapons too. And I'm like, what? The Soviet said that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, Cali Cartel wants a, a nuclear weapon. Like, Jeez. You know? And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. But like, <laughs> thank, thankfully, those guys were like, we don't need that. <laughs> no, thanks. No, thank yeah. you, you know. We'll That's take our wild. submarines and go, you know. But the fact that, uh, that they had the opportunity to buy nuclear weapons like that, you yeah. know, that's just – it just blew my mind. I was like, wow, you know, what – what if they really did sell some, you know? Or what if they, like, uh, like sold, like, secrets to, like, other and countries, they totally you know? do. I'm sure they do. Man. I have no, <laughs> totally like, I, I'm sure do. they do. And they might definitely not admit to it, or mm-hmm. they'll, like, leave these weapons, like, super, super-duper accessible. Right. And then, like, terrorist organizations just have. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, come on, Russia. Yeah. <laughs> we see you. Oh my god. But that's yeah. so true, though. Yeah, it's basically like a like a whole black market for mm-hmm. like you know like older weapons and stuff. You know, they got to go somewhere. Yeah. You know, and they do. And, yeah, they and do. I mean, the Islamic State has could potentially have weapons of mass destruction. Um, and you know, where do they get them? They're probably older weapons that were, um, quote unquote confiscated from maybe Russia, maybe other countries that don't necessarily, um, dispose of their things properly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild to think about it. Yeah. I I remember hearing like, uh might be a little crazy i don't i have no idea you know but like uh how like the, uh, the united states supplied uh iraq with like these uh chemical weapons like sarin gas and stuff like that and uh you know apparently like they were like we know we that they that we know they got the chemicals like because we gave it to them you know mm-hmm. and i'm like 
all right. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense in my head, yeah. but like, I don't know. That's that just no, seems like I, a weird thing, you know. I've definitely heard things like that as well, and of course, like, it's not something that we can one hundred percent confirm. Right, of course not. Of right. course, there's people out there who will be like, yes, one hundred percent, like yeah. U.S. gate, blah blah blah. But I mean, I don't know m- uh, enough about that to right. be like, oh yeah, for sure, I yeah, know yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. patent so. number, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've definitely heard things like that, and it's it's wild that just to think that we're basically out here supplying. Organize terrorist organizations or countries that are a huge threat to others with yeah. these weapons yeah. or avertly or inadvertently, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like with uh, with like cartels, I, I don't know why I keep going back to cartels. I don't know, uh, but uh, you know, I mean that's pretty much the whole drug trade. You know, they give us drugs and we give them guns. You mm-hmm. know, even if and like and through that, it, it there's influences on both sides. You know, we got addicts over here and we got. Like serial murderers down there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like a, it's like, it's weird. It's almost like a weird, like a unspoken agreement, you know? It's I don't know. It just weirds me out how we just like kind of accept this extreme violence yeah. like so close to our border. And we don't even really like do anything. And we ignore we, it. We do. Yeah. We do more in the Middle East than we do on our own border. Yeah. You know? That's it, at least that's how I feel. It blows my mind that. Like, my head hurts right now just thinking about all the things that we don't, we as the everyday American don't know about or Mm -hmm. don't care to think about, especially when it comes to the border and, like, the guns and the drugs and the murder and all of that that's going on, and we're just, we just don't seem to care, and it's, it's wild because... It doesn't affect us. It, but it does. It does, but we don't see it. You know yeah. what I mean? We don't We don't feel it, you know? Yeah, and like it's we, just like wild. We do, Americans, you know, I don't want, maybe not Americans, maybe uh, maybe this consumeristic mind state that this world kind of has, you know, maybe that's a terrible thing because it's, it's always about gimme, 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 me, me, me. It's not really about, you know, community. It's not really about, like, outreaching to people, to people and helping them. It's about... Mm-hmm mainly helping yourself and get the things that you want, you know? And, of course, at, at you know, there's an extent where that is true. You know, you have to get, get what you want out of this world, but you also have to, like, give a shit about you your neighbors, you know? Yeah. Like, and just not just be so dismissive about things that cause people so much pain, you know? And it's, it's such a... We can be assholes, you know? Like, we can just, like, completely ignore people's pain like it's nothing, and it's like... I'm fine. I, I'm driving my Tesla. I got my earbuds in, you know, like whatever, you know, I don't care about what your problems, you know? Yeah. Like, no. I'm on my way to work, you know? What it, are you going to do about that? Like, who cares about that? There's people dying, bro. I know. It absolutely blows my mind. Like, I wish more people would think about what goes on. I wish more people would think about, I mean, this kind of sounds horrible. I wish more people would think about terrorism. I wish more people would think about like what's going on at our border. I wish people would think about what's happening in Syria. I, I mean, I enter, I traveled to Jordan and I interviewed some Syrian women who are now refugees living in Jordan. Mm -hmm. And there's one lady every single day. She travels six hours to get to work from a refugee camp. She travels six hours because that's the only opportunity she has. Yeah, she was 
forced out of her country into another country where she's not even accepted. You know, she faces a lot of backlash being a Syrian living in Jordan. Yeah. And she, I mean, this lady traveled six hours every single day to work her eight-hour shift in a factory and then does it at night. You know, it's just, like, mind-blowing. And then goes home and, and takes care of her family. And it's just, I didn't... I didn't even necessarily think about those things before I met these women. And when I met them, I'm just like, holy shit, like you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. And you've they've gone through so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's wild just to think that they're forced out of their country and now living in a foreign country and making, you know, probably a couple dollars to yeah. do work in a factory, you know. I don't know. It's just crazy that people don't think about these things. The concept of refugees is such a fucked up thing, man. Like, there's so many, like, refugee camps out there and stuff for, like, just because, like, like, for instance, like, Yemen and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, people out there are just dying, you know? For, like, just because their whole government is destabilized and there's no real, like, support system for them. And so they're just pretty much on their own, you know? it's It's crazy. Like, I don't really know that much about that, but, like, I just... I do, like, read things, and, like, I come across things, and I'm like, these people are suffering, you know, and we don't know. We don't care, you yeah. know. It's it's something that's it's a foreign thing to us. We have no idea what's going on over there, you know. Yeah, it's And, it's uh, you know, and, I, and I'm glad there's people like you who can actually, like, talk to these types of people because not every, I mean, like, not everyone's going to even talk to a Syrian in their life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, to even, like, have people, like, hear that, like, you know, there's actual people out there, and they're suffering, and they got pain in their lives, you know? But it's like we just sweep it under the rug, or we just, like, ignore it. We don't really care, you know? It's, I don't know, it's it's fucked up. Another, <laughs> yeah, and another thing is that these women were so happy and thankful for the opportunities that they'd been given, and I'm just like, you've literally lost most of your family due to war. Yeah. You are making, you're doing factory work when you'd rather be, you know, making bracelets and selling them at your local market or whatever Mm -hmm. you might prefer to be doing. You live in a refugee camp, in a tent. I mean, when you're used to having this beautiful, gorgeous house back in Syria, and it's just so sad that Americans especially don't think about these things. And it's just, I don't know. I think about those women all the time. And I'm like, wondering where they are, what they're doing, if they're still in Jordan, if they're back in Syria, like, if they're actually getting to sell the bracelets that they wanted to sell instead of working for a factory in Amman, Jordan, you know, I don't know, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Damn. We're assholes, man. Damn. I know. know. Dang it. (laughs) We're supposed to be the good country, you know? No. No? (laughs) You would think. You would hope, you know, yeah. with all this money that we got and all these iPhones. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, ah, man, I just, I don't want to keep going on about that same subject. But it's it's a very depressing thing. How we're very uh, narrow-sighted, I guess. I know, you I'm know, sitting here, really, like, like, so sad. I'm, I'm, like... a, I'm a little depressed. You said, like, <laughs> maybe she's selling your bracelets now. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> ah, shit. God, I, I hope she is. I hope she is, too. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Let's take a little break real quick, Bray. Okay. All right, we're back. What's up, Bailey? 
What's up? We just got back from Jordan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Quick trip. Quick trip, you know, 17-hour flight, whatever. That's so funny. How long was the flight there? Did you... Um, oh God, yes. Were you about to ask, did you fly? Did you, of course. <laughs> no, no, I drove. Um, I, I took a sail. <laughs> it's a sailboat. Um, no, I flew. It was like, probably like 17 hours. It yeah. wasn't anything crazy. I actually lost all of my luggage. I didn't have any clothes, oh, no. any shampoo, any body wash, any toothpaste, any toothbrush, any medication, nothing when I was in Jordan. And, uh, they ended up sending my luggage to Rome, Italy. It was in (laughs) Italy for a week, the whole week I was in Jordan. So I had to go take, uh, my, the little guy that worked at the hotel I was staying at. The little guy. (laughs) He was so sweet and he took me everywhere. Like he always bought me tea he literally went everywhere with me. Yeah. Maybe he was just trying to keep me safe. I don't know. But he went everywhere with me. So he walked me to, at literally like 3 a.m., to a little corner store. And I got some like body wash and shampoo. And uh, that's all I had for a while. Yeah. And then I finally decided, since my luggage is not coming back to me anytime soon, I'm going to go buy some clothes. Mm-hmm. So I bought... A bunch. I w- thought I was wearing the jeans that oh. I bought, there, but I bought a bunch of clothes, and then uh, on the last day, the oh day before God. I left Jordan to go hang out in Amsterdam, they were like, "Hey, your luggage is here." And I was like, "Oh my God!" Oh well, I hope it doesn't get lost again, again? when I go to Amsterdam. <laughs> but I would not let that luggage leave my sight. Oh it was. Horrible. They ended up giving yeah, me like two hundred and fifty dollars for like all the clothes and stuff I had to buy. Yeah. But yeah, it was horrible. I yeah. I had to like wash my clothes in the freaking sink yeah. and like hang dry them <laughs> all around my hotel room. I was also the only the only female staying in that hotel. It was all men, and there was also some people that lived there. Um, wow, that's yeah. Weird. It was just like weird and like like I there wasn't to... any like wives or anything no oh my god what no, the it hell it was all men i was the only female <laughs> that's, it was wild that's they treated weird. me like a queen though they oh, loved yeah. me it was that's amazing cool. that's cool they're so sweet they're like wow a woman <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> they were so sweet but but yeah it was definitely the trip of a lifetime yeah for sure yeah that's cool mm-hmm. that's cool that you got to take that you know take that trip across the world a lot of people would you know Never had that opportunity, you know. Yeah, I love some people are lucky if they leave their own hometowns, you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I have some friends that have like never left Texas, and I'm like, you guys are missing that out. That never like, makes sense to me. Just follow me, like, like come I, with me. <laughs> Dude, I've been <laughs> literally though. Yeah, I've been to California, Texas, and Iowa in the past three days. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, what do you mean you never left Texas? Yeah. You know, I never understood that. I like. Me like just going to like different places and just seeing like the vibe there and understanding that the like people live so differently like even like fifty miles away from where you mm-hmm. were born you know these towns are got like such a different vibe to them you know like different people you know you could tell if it's kind of like a redneckish kind of town around yeah. here you know like when people like stare at me in the store like well, I ain't seen a brown man in a while oh you know or something God. like that I'm and it's like. I don't know. I'm going no, off to I love traveling. Like, just, okay, so I, 
left Texas to drive to Iowa on Thursday of last week. Not yesterday, but Thursday of last week and stayed there and looked for housing and stuff. But right before that, like literally the day before, I had been in New Mexico. Mm. I like just decided to go to White Sands <laughs> National Park. Oh, that's cool. So pretty. Yeah. Um, so I did that and then I drove back um, and then drove to Iowa. <laughs> and then, oh my God. I never want to drive again. But I'm so tired. Yeah. But yeah, I'm always down for like adventure and like out of the blue let's just let's go, go. yeah pack a bag let's go yeah. Yeah, yeah i need to i need to do that more i need to go out and see like nature more you know because i really miss i love being out there in nature you know just having that connection with like a like a river or something mm-hmm. like that just you know sitting next yeah. to it eating next to it just living by it you know it's like a maybe it's like a primal type of thing you know where i'm just like ooga booga, i feel like a caveman <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and there's not a lot of that around oh, here in New Braunfels. Like we have to drive like, right, exactly. really yeah, far yeah. south or mm-hmm. like up north a little bit. There's little hidden spots, you know, kinda like a like a Jacob's Well or something like yeah, that. You but know still I mean? it's but like a like thirty like a, minute drive. Yeah, it's not really close. We got yeah. we got like Landa Park, which yeah, is cool, no. you know. There's a little spring, you know. <laughs> yeah. I've been to that trail 5,000 times, uh, you know, so yeah, for I, sure. I don't, I'm over it. There's nothing else I can see here. Exactly. <laughs> I've been seeing the same squirrel for the past three years now. You know, I need new squirrels in my life. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I feel you. Uh, so, with most of my guests, I ask this question. You don't have to answer it if you want. You can answer it the best you, way you can if mm-hmm. you want. But uh, I always ask, uh, like, what your religious views are. And you, you know, or maybe just like shit that you believe in, mm-hmm. you know, things that, you know, like, like kind of like a mystery, like what's out there type of thing, you know, and it doesn't even have to be like something about God. It could be like, like dreams or like just energy maybe like, but what do you think about like that and like in your everyday life? Do you have yeah. like a, like a sense of like, a, like, you want know to be so, like a spirit, you know? I am not really spiritual. Mm-hmm. I... I'm not religious right. at all. Right. I'm like the opposite. Um, <laughs> I wasn't raised like that. You're right. Um, but I just happened to be that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, I never really, I tried to actually, when I lived in California, I was visiting this, uh, I can't even remember what it was called, but it was like a spirituality mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went every Sunday for a while and you know, they did talk about God, but they didn't talk about, like, God being, like, this mystical man. Yeah. They talked about God being, like, everything. Like, God yeah. is water. God mm-hmm. is grass. God mm-hmm. is flowers. And I like that view. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I don't necessarily know that I want to call that God like they did. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I want to call it either. I just right. don't know that I want to call it God. Right. Um, but it started getting, like, culty. <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah so i was like uh, i don't know that this is the best place for do, me do i want to be a sister wife <laughs> no i don't um but yeah no it's just like they would still sing you know how like they do in church like mm-hmm. sing songs and stuff but they were singing songs about just like i don't know just it was weird i just started getting weird vibes yeah. and the people were like so so overly nice. Like, it was just culty. Yeah. Like super into it. Yeah. Yeah. Real culty. So I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And I never went back. 
Jeez. So that was my latest experience yeah. with trying to connect with my spirituality. <laughs> Almost ended up in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out too well. <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. That sounds terrifying, honestly. Because I feel like uh, people can get swept up in that type of stuff really easily, you know? They can just get into that mind state where they just feel like a bliss, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just want to keep following that feeling, you know? And it takes them down this this crazy corner of the world, you know? Or, like, in their personal life, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't know if... <laughs> I, I doubt these women ever thought that they'd be a sister wife in their 20s, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, that's crazy. Maybe. Maybe, you know? Like... Maybe that is someone's goal, like, 12 years old. Like, man, I want to be a sister wife somebody. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it could be. Just, yeah, like, people that are, like, raised in those types of cults, yeah. I mean, they're, like, it's basically brainwashed yeah, into, know. like, thinking. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't know any better. Yeah. Yeah, no, so the big thing that actually turned me off to religion, because I was raised in, like, the Baptist church. I went to Oof. Christian school. Yeah. Um, the big thing that, when I was about 15 or 16, I dated this guy for a long time, all throughout, like, high school for, like, a, a couple years, mm-hmm. and he was Jehovah's Witness, Ugh. and he left the church when he was 16, yeah. and he got, sh- like, shunned, like, yeah. kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally will see his mom out in public to this day, and his mom will turn around and walk the other way yeah. because she believes that he's like a sinner and since he left the church that you know he doesn't deserve to have her in his life and yeah. it's so sad because i mean his siblings his mom his you know he had friends who he can't talk to who don't talk to him and it's yeah. just sad and it doesn't really it definitely affects him but it doesn't seem to like bother him that much he seems to be like more well off which he is anyone is if yeah. they get themselves out of that situation that's gotta but suck though you know it's sad i mean yeah. to be kicked out of your house at 16 years old and yeah. not have a mom or siblings because they think that basically they're better than you it's so sad and i just thought like there's no way that i any god would ever want something that bad to happen to a child yeah. so that's why i'm just like not into it i'm just like yeah the God that I want to believe in doesn't do those sorts of things. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. I totally feel that, man. I feel the same way about like other types of religions too. You know, it's, it's always like my way or the highway, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, that's such a terrible, that's, you really think God thought like that, you know, you no. either believe in me <laughs> or you fucking don't, yeah, you know, or no. you're going to hell boy, you know, or whatever, you know, it's, that's such a, I feel like that's like a man-made thing, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, putting the fear into people so they'll, like, keep following this mm-hmm. this ideology, I guess, you know? Yeah, it's such a terrible thing, man. Like, and that's the same with a lot of religions around this world. They, they just, it, it's, it's not really about God. It's more about, like, power and money, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. It's so sad. It's, it's definitely, like, a power thing. If anything, like, if one day I decided to, like, join some religion i think it would probably be like buddhism that's what i was just about to say yeah because yeah, there's no real like like a like a like a like a teacher to like uh 
like miss you like abuse you or something like that yeah. you know what i mean like buddha might be a little bit upset if you eat animals or if you yeah. like drink or like smoke or whatever but he's not going to smite you exactly like <laughs> yeah like the christian god yeah, he's would. not gonna put boils all over your That's body what I'm and, saying. You know, yeah you know so and yeah i just remember hearing like or like reading about like uh like those uh the the plagues that happened in Egypt, you know, and how oh, like yeah. God like took so away crazy. the firstborn son, you know, yeah, and I'm, I'm like, like God doesn't do that. He don't do that, man. He <laughs> he doesn't care about that type of stuff, you yeah. know. And, yeah, that's just a yeah, that's ugh, I don't know. And like it just turns me off from like everything else about religion too because it's like if they believe in this thing like so much and it's like like a like a holy decree to them, you know, they're they're going to think like other things are just these terrible things are holy too, you know? Mm. And it's just like... I know, man. You're just being a douche. <laughs> it's so sad. I think just... I don't know. Like, my I, mind's just constantly blown at every single aspect of life. I yeah, just... I don't know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I definitely... I, I, dude, I feel you, dude. I, I like to, like, like, see these interesting things and just, like, uh, you know, just kind of, like, deep dive into it and just, uh, like, kind of, like, pick it apart. Like, why... How does this work, you know? Yeah. Like, kind of like a computer like all these parts go into it to make the computer you know mm -hmm. but they all have like these specific functions and whenever a new idea gets introduced to your brain it completely changes it because you won't ever be the same after that mm -hmm. you know and that's why i hate closed-minded people you know yeah. be because it's like there's so much more information out there in the world than this narrow mindset that you've stuck yourself into I you know. know i hate it i know so do i it, it irks me it same. grinds my gears same Ugh. i totally feel you <laughs> It's horrible. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. People are lucky to have me around. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, I, there are, uh, I do believe that there are, like, certain types of people out there in the world, you know, like, they're naturally happy, naturally sad, naturally angry, naturally, like, philosophical, you know, mm -hmm. and... You know, those types of people, they play the roles in society, you know, because it, it's, it's, it's like a, it's almost like a system, you know, if, 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 uh, if we don't have this guy thinking this way, then this guy who thinks the wrong way is going to like go out of control and he's not going to get checked. You know, know what I mean? Well, yeah. And yeah, I feel you. <laughs> and I feel like, and then you have that guy that's not going to get checked for his wrongdoings going and this kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. going and like shooting up buildings and shit. And I'm yep. just like, no, we have to let these people know that what they're doing is not okay. It's not okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for know. sure. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't want to understand it. You know, I just want to be like, dude, change, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I don't seriously, know. my head hurts when I try to think about these yeah, things and sure. I just, I can't. I can't understand it, and then I'm like, well, why can't I understand I it? Can't, why can't other people understand I can't <laughs> understand things that don't come out of love. <sighs> and maybe that's, maybe just there's like a lack of love out there and people don't experience, you know? Um, But it's definitely, I feel like it's like, a, like these people that are just so angry, like they didn't like get held as a child or something, you know what I mean? Like I something like that, just like. And like that's that's a sad thing, but, but that's like also, you know, like then to to uh, what's that word? Like challenge that mm -hmm. that thought process. We have people out there who were brought up in loving homes and loving families, and and then they turn into monsters. And I'm just like, ah, I don't yeah. understand. My yeah. mind is constantly blown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Well, there's a there's a fine line between like a, well maybe not very a fine line. There's got to be like a balance, right? So it's like when people are raised like in a rich family, they're very coddled. You know, I was born in a decent, you know, upper middle class family, and you know, I was kind of coddled when I was a kid. And I didn't really like at growing up. I realized like that's kind of like it's messing me up a little bit mm-hmm. because it's like not making me learn the lessons that I should learn. I'm just uh, being, like, diverted away from these things. Like, I can't even, like, look at them, you know? I don't even understand them. But then, like, on the on the opposite spectrum, it's it's this extreme poverty. It's it's the opposite of comfortable, you know? It's 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 these, uh, you, you're experiencing, like, almost like terrorism every day, you know what I mean? And and, uh, and that's why I feel like you got to find that balance, you know? Or at least, uh, you know, as a parent raising a child, maybe, like, you got to yeah. find that balance between coddling and just, and just chaos, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. you gotta give them like, you gotta show them both sides of the world so they understand both sides of the world instead of just living in I this know. one or the other. You I wish I mean? everyone thought that way. You know, I wish, and it's just, it's never gonna either. happen. I know. <laughs> and we're always gonna have shitty people, and then we're always gonna have super amazing people, yeah. and then it's just, it's just the way of the world, you know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. It really is. Yeah. It's the whole cycle of life, maybe you know, like, like chaos breeds just. Like, I mean, destruction breeds a, what is that, creation? I forget what I the saying know. is, but it's like, uh, you know, like after. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like after a forest fires, whenever the yes. shit grows, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, when the shit grows. When the shit grows. So funny. <laughs> shit leaves and shit seeds. <laughs> yes, that's funny. I totally understand uh, what you're talking about, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, we just live in a crazy world with a lot of crazy concepts. I agree. Yeah. All right, let's take a little break real quick, babe. Okay. <laughs> That's a great way to start. <laughs> uh, uh, Bailey, I had a great time talking with you. I had a very informational talk with you. That was amazing. And yeah. uh, I feel like uh, we should have been friends a long time ago. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? weird. I haven't, like, seen you in Dude, we went to high school years. together. Did yeah. we even, like, talk to each other in high school? I don't think so. Did we did not say a not single word all. to each probably, other. <laughs> probably. And it's weird. It's so yeah, weird right. because we hung out with the same people. Exactly, exactly. The exact same mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. and never spoke to ne- each other. Not a single so word weird. was uttered. Yeah. So weird. Very weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> I guess maybe that's that small town thing, yeah, you know? Like, I guess. Just never like really cross paths you know for whatever reason but uh it's cool that i'm talking to you now and like you're all educated about this kind of stuff you're a very intellectual woman and i and i i love that you know thank you <laughs> of course yeah and uh you know i i love people like you because it's, it's uh it's 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 like a mirror and or like a window into a whole new world mm-hmm. you know that you have no idea about and it's like you're like drawing me these pictures, and I'm like, this. You're like, this is what I yeah. do every day. You, you know? taught me a lot too today. Like, you know how I was saying, well, my head hurts now because I have all these things going on that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about that yeah. I didn't think about before. Yeah, and yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just I love doing these podcasts because you know it's I always end up, you know, someone always takes away something from me, and I always take something from them. You yeah. know, what I mean, it's it's like a mutual exchange of information almost. You know. And it always gives me like this little, uh, like, uh, like dopamine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love learning about like, uh, random things and just learning how, like, like little intricacies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It like, me too. For whatever reason, my neurons are like, I love that shit. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, same. I totally feel yeah. you. Totally feel you. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, Bailey. Uh, thank you again for coming by. I really love this conversation, and uh, I wish you all the luck in Des Moines, Iowa. I hope our paths cross again someday, you know, if you ever come back, you know, hit me up. You know, yeah, I loved out. the chat as well, and thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you for the well wishes, and I hope your life goes swimmingly as well. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, Bailey Morgan.